Let's talk about today what is pain. Let's think about it. You hurt your toe, you shut your fingers in a door, or you wake up with something in your body not feeling right. Or maybe you experience something even worse. Perhaps the pain develops over time, but at the end of the day, we all fear pain. And particularly because a lot of the time we don't understand the source. It's always really hard and limiting when we receive pain or we get the bearer of bad news that we have damaged something. We would do anything to avoid it. We often go to bed, avoid activities. We swallow medication that often becomes addictive and even go to surgery when we receive or want to avoid pain. But what if we looked at pain differently? What if we looked at pain in the present moment might be connected with the origin of Homo sapiens? That it might have evolved as a warning to something else? I'm not suggesting that if you break your leg or something like that, it's all in the mind. It definitely hurts. No one is doubting that. We don't need to go so big and extreme. But we know that there is a great deal of more experience of the pain you have than just a broken bone. Often physios call a ghost pain. Sometimes they view clients that have ghost pain. There's nothing actually wrong with them, but the pain is transmitting from within to a space and limiting them. Biopsychosocial model of pain science. It's a pretty big word of concept to understand. But it's something that's very important that helps us a lot as we go through this stressful daily life. A lot of the time we have stress and that stress leads to impending pain in our body. And if only we could decrease the stress, then we could decrease the pain. So it's really important to understand that we need to be kind to ourselves. Because at the end of the day, the legacy of not being kind to ourselves is the debilitation of pain. And then we get stuck with pain management. So what we need to understand is pain, an unpleasant sensory and emotional experience associated with actual potential tissue damage or something else that is damaged. But a lot of it is sensory and emotional experience and that it can be caused by both actual potential tissue damage. So not just the damage itself, but the mindset as well. Pain is unpleasant, we all know that. However, it's also essential part of evolution to alert us to danger or things that are going wrong. It makes us draw our fingers back from something that is hot or sharp and helps protect us in nature when the lions used to chase us. It's our survival gene. It helps us to survive. Even pain from nausea, sadness, fear and anxiety, they're there to protect us. They are a necessary part of living. 
But what about the more challenging fact that there needs to be no physical harm or injury for pain to exist? Let me read that again to you. But what about the more challenging fact that there needs to be no physical harm or injury for pain to exist? You see, you can experience debilitating pain without a disease or injury. Examples of this are things like fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome, migraine, back pain. They all have suffering, these conditions. These symptoms appear from nowhere and incapacitate the sufferer. And they don't show in scans or blood tests. And if that's not confusing enough, it's very well documented that so many individuals have suffered major injury but report no pain at all. Let me be clear though, I want you to know your pain is real and things do hurt. I don't want you to ever think that or know that anxiety or depression is not real. They are real. But sometimes the pain does not have to come from tangible source to be a valid problem. It's very important to understand that pain can be a shared phenomenon. A lot of people don't understand that and pain is a very intricate process and very much attached to our mindset. And with knowledge and insight of this, if we gain the ability to look into ourselves with honesty, compassion and unclouded identity and vision, the ways to take care of ourselves, we can then identify those ways. It's only when the subconscious brain decides that the information is getting is important enough that it makes us consciously aware of it so that it, we experience it as pain. In fact, most of the time, pain is the conscious manifestation of a multitude of responses and processes which occur at a neuropsychological level. However, a lot of the time when we say psychological, we believe it's all in our heads. But nothing's further from the truth. It's really important to understand the mind and the body used to be considered separate identities. And it was a accepted view of the human condition until recently in 1970. Then we started to understand everything is linked. In 1977, Engel came up with the biopsychosocial model after observing that doctors tended to see pain as a disease entity separate from a man, something caused by an external factor. to blame their illness on something that had happened to them, such as an infection or a fall and thought of pain as something almost apart from themselves. The pain as a separate entity theory was an appealing one, at least for some people. 
as it removed the necessity to deal with the emotional elements, which is often the hardest part. Pain is clearly something very much part of ourselves and it's impossible to treat it without looking at us in the whole view. So it's really important to understand that if you are experiencing pain, that the pain also comes from a psychological point of view. And mental health is just as important as physical health. When the balance is lost between these two interlinking planes, pain and suffering occurs. It's really important to understand that the pain-free world is existing where you are able to cope with all the internal and external factors in your life. You juggle them like plates on a stick, managing them all without getting tired or stressed. This is a balanced universe. And this is where you can decrease your suffering because you are in sync. But it's very difficult to find this harmony and balance, particularly in these days. We are all unique also and have vastly different biological and genetic makeups. And with our experiences and influences of our lives and the way we are growing to learn to cope, it's a very intricate process. So as you go through your life, this is why mental health is so important. With mental health, we can learn to manage our pains. We can also learn to look after ourselves better. And we also have the biggest tool that is always with us all our life, but we often don't use or get taught to use to be on our side, our mental health. So we wanna leave that with you a little bit to understand that pain is not just a separate entity, but it's not only just a part of a damaged tissue or something in our body, but it's also part of a damaged mind. And that damaged mind is something we can all work on through meditation, through fitness, through health, through becoming more self-aware. And by doing this, we can then find more harmony and balance in our body and decrease our pain. And by doing that, you give yourself the greatest gift because pain exists deep inside of us it's not just on the outside. If you think of it like this, pain as an onion, you can peel away the first to get to the cause. And after that, there's elements underneath that. And if we can go down deeper, we can eliminate some of the extra burden of minor ones so that we can cope better rather than covering it with medicine and treatments external alone. Pain resides in the nervous system. And so this is why it's so important that we start working more and more on our mental health.